This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Joyful Courage Parenting Podcast, Episode 72. Hey, listeners, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, that you got your your podcast ears on, and that you've shown up. Thank you. My name is Casey. I am the host of the Joyful Courage podcast, and I am fresh, fresh, my friends, from a incredible four-day transformational workshop training this weekend. I mean, oh my gosh, it was incredible. And through the work that I got to do there, I have decided to make a really, really big declaration. So I don't know how many of you follow the Joyful Courage page on Facebook. Um, I mean, I know how many likes it has, but I don't know how many of you actually see the posts that I put out there. Well, this morning, it's Monday. Today's Monday. I'm recording this on Monday. Um, This morning, I thought to myself, okay, I want to do a Mindful Monday post. What do I want to say? And then in that moment, I was like, you know, I want to say a lot. So I'm just going to do a Facebook Live. So I did. And I jumped on there. And I talked a little bit about my mission. My mission for our impact in 2017. And, And I say the word our impact because I cannot fulfill my mission, my vision, my dream for 2017 without each and every one of you. It is going to require all of us to fulfill this mission. Do you want to know what it is? (laughs) I, alongside many other people, including you, we are going to impact 1 million children in the year 2017. Whoa, that's a gigantic number, right? One million children will be impacted by the work that we do in 2017. So here's here's how it's going to happen. We, as a community, are going to share the heck out of this podcast. You and I are going to post it in parent groups. We are going to tell our friends. We are going to tell our family. We are going to say, just give me your phone and show our friends and family that they, if they have an iPhone, they actually have a podcast app already on it, which they probably don't even know. (laughs) And we are going to just subscribe them to the podcast, show them how to listen to the show. We are going to, um, you and I both are going to have those moments where we're feeling really inspired by the work, by our work. And take that moment of inspiration as an opportunity to share it with somebody else. Yeah, to share it with somebody else. You're feeling moved. You're feeling like, wow, my practice has really become elevated because of this thing that I read or this thing that I heard or this thing that I participated in. And then you're going to share that with the world. Can we do that? Can we do that together? Because I don't know about you, but the thought of, impacting 1 million children in one year is super exciting to me. And of course, we're going to do that through helping, supporting 
their parents, right? We're going to do that by offering tools and inspiration and sharing stories and listening deeply to all of the parents of that 1 million, those 1 million children. Like that's the plan, okay? I'm going to do my part. I'm going to keep creating. I'm going to keep offering. I'm going to keep showing up the way that I do and all of my authenticity and all of my power and all of my urgency and humility. I'm going to show up for you in responsibility and deep, deep respect and love. And you're going to do the same. You're going to do the same. So this is a mission, right? This is a mission for all of us. And what better time to start than right now? Right now. I'm really excited about today's show. Um, today's show is going to allow me to introduce you to an incredible human being. Her name is Denise LaRosa. And she is actually also a podcast host. She has a podcast called Mom Talk with Denise LaRosa. She is a mother. She has two gorgeous little girls. She is a school teacher. Um, so she is impacting the lives of children on the daily, which I love, 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 love. And she is a published author. And that is what she's going to talk about on the show today. She's going to talk about her book uh, that she wrote that was published, I think it was published this last spring, and it's called Empty Shoes, and it is the sweetest, sweetest story. It is the sweetest story, of course, inspired by her life and her love for children and for holding space for them to be incredible human beings, for holding space for them to recognize that they already always are incredible human beings. And uh, yeah, so um, so join me, join me in being inspired, join me in feeling empowered, join me in feeling the love that uh, Denise brings to the world, and stay tuned till the very end because I have some um, exciting shares at the after the show to talk to you about. Again, this upcoming year is so big, it's so big, and I'm so 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 excited to roll out some of the offers that are going to be heading your way. So I love you people. I love you. Enjoy Denise. Enjoy our conversation. And um, yeah, keep being amazing. Hey there, Denise. Welcome to the Joyful Courage Parenting Podcast. Hey, Casey. This is so exciting. I'm a huge fan of yours. I am so glad that you are here. Finally, we worked hard. We worked hard to get a date that worked, huh? <laughs> yes, indeed. And as it is with all moms, we're super busy, but we made it happen. That's right. Will you tell my listeners a little bit about you and your family and what you do in the world, please? Sure. My pleasure. I am a 35-year-old mama of two precious girls, ages four and two. So yes, I survive off of coffee. <laughs> As I drink my coffee. <laughs> exactly. And I am blessed to have an incredible, loving, supportive husband who works in television, actually. He's a news director. So I, I always tell my local friends, if the screen goes black and he's working, pray that he still has a job. <laughs> that's fun yeah well and what so, tell me about your work you're a teacher and podcaster yeah sister I have so many titles I've lost track a few years ago so <laughs> I'm an elementary school educator I teach second grade at an all-girls school called the Ellis school and we're actually celebrating our 100th year so it's been so exciting this year to work with the girls. And I also have a podcast that's going two years strong, actually, which is hard to believe. Mom Talk with Denise LaRosa. And yeah, now I'm navigating this world of also being a children's book author with my um, first release being Empty Shoes. So this is really interesting that I'm adding yet another title and another part of my journey, which was already crazy. Yeah. Wow. So what, tell me a little, I have questions, but I'm just going to start with this one. Tell me about what inspired you to write a children's book. Sure. You know what? It's so funny because as parents, sometimes all it takes is being present 
like really living in that present moment to be inspired. And so that's what happened with me. I was totally stressed out trying to prepare dinner and, you know, watch the girls, make sure they're okay. They're playing and they decided to play with mommy's shoes. So they're trying on my shoes, having fun, you know, putting on the heels, the flats, the Crocs, all that good stuff. And I had ran upstairs to start dinner. I come back downstairs and oh my goodness, Casey, I saw the absolute worst mess ever with my (laughs) shoes. They were just strewn about everywhere. And so being mom of the year, I opened my mouth to begin yelling for the girls to come out and clean Mm -hmm. up the mess. And for some reason, my spirit just stopped me and I literally took a step back and I just heard empty shoes. And so I immediately ran upstairs, grabbed my journal, and began writing about this journey of a young girl who is the baby of the family, who's trying to fit in and compete, or at least, you know, level up with her older sister. And so she steps out into her own to really have a first experience of auditioning for a school play. Mm -hmm. And from there, it just kind of took off. And even originally before that, I was going to make it about a young girl whose parents recently divorced because I am from a divorced home. I hate to say broken home because just because your home is quote unquote broken doesn't mean that you're broken. Well, and I mean, I come from a divorced family too, and thank God they got divorced. Yeah. I mean. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Otherwise broken would have been very appropriate. (laughs) Exactly. I love that you said that, Casey, because I often talk about that on my own blog about how, you know, the best gift that my parents ever gave me was a divorce because I have an incredible relationship with both parents. Mm -hmm. And that definitely would not have been the case um, if they had to stay together. Yeah. Yeah. So your book, I love the story that you wrote. And I love, you know, the overarching message about embracing who you are. And I think that's so important for young girls, um, for young boys. I think there's so many messages that are being thrown at us, adults even, about how we should look, how we should behave, how we should act. You know, as moms, you know, everything should be clean. We should never yell. We, you know, should, 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 should. And so I think that your, the story that you've written, I think it it's so universal. It applies to all of us. And as you know, even as I hear you talking about all the different hats that you're wearing and thinking about my own experience with that, and you know, there's other podcasters out there that are doing amazing jobs. There's other you know voices in the parenting arena. There's I am a I get compare compare comparitis. What is it called? There's a good word yeah. for it. Comparisonitis all the time and it's so uh it's so settling and grounding to just remember that i am exactly already always whole and perfect and exactly who i should be right here right now and what i'm offering as myself is enough exactly exactly casey and that's ultimately the realization that young Catherine, the main character of my book comes to you know she's trying on all these different pairs of shoes which I think a lot as a mom, I mean, oh my goodness, we are always comparing ourselves to other mothers and, you know, for better or for worse, right? You know, we may get a little judgy and have some thoughts about that or feeling like we're less than the other mom. But Mm -hmm. ultimately she realizes that, you know, these shoes look great on mom. They look great on big sister, but they don't feel right on me. Mm -hmm. I mean, who can keep up with that? You know, you might as well just, you know, let go of who you think you're supposed to be or let go of who you think people think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. So yeah, I totally did a Brene Brown quote there, but, uh, (laughs) Brene Brown. (laughs) Yes. Love her. So, you know, that's something that, man, I wish I had have come to that realization at a young age. And that's my hope and my goal with this book that our young ones embrace who they are and celebrate who they are. And, The coolest part has been to see the wide, just such a diversity from little boys, little girls, um, African-American girls and boys, um, Mm -hmm. Caucasian, uh, you know, Latino, like the readers of this book, the pictures that I receive. That's what warms my heart more than anything, because 
this is truly a universal message. Yes, I love that. And tell me more about the feedback. What else are you hearing? Because I, I follow you on Facebook and I see that you get to go to all these different book readings. And what are you hearing from kids? What are you hearing from parents about how they're receiving this book? Hey, so I'm so excited. I want to share with you about one of our new sponsors, Starglow Media. They have this amazing show for all of you with younger kids called Mysteries About True Histories. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers and on adventures through time packed with puzzles and hidden equations, histories, and laughs. You all know Alana, our co-founder at Sproutable. She listened to the show with her seven-year-old and loved it. They would pause the show and try to figure out the math problems together, loved learning about different cultures and the histories around the world. The series explores themes like the stories behind math, critical thinking, code breaking, pattern solving, and so much more. Math is geared Math is what they call it. Math is geared towards kids six and over, but can be enjoyed by the entire family. Episodes drop every Thursday, and they're about 15 minutes, perfect length for the car rides, mealtime, break time, bedtime. Each episode is stacked with so much laughter, and your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. So tune into Mysteries About True Histories math with your kids you can follow and listen on apple podcasts or wherever you get your pods warmer sunnier days are calling thank god spring into summer is my favorite time of year after turning 50 last september i've been really working on my physical health and well-being and can honestly say that i am feeling better in my body than i have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. You know, it's so interesting. I'm hearing that parents are saying, thank you. This was just as much for me as it was for my mm. young one. And so that's huge because I feel like children's books are such a wonderful resource for parents. You know, like if you can't find the words or, you yes. know, the right thing to say about an issue that arises in your child's life, just grab a book. There's yes. a book. You know, there's a book that covers everything, and I want this book, Empty Shoes, to be that book for parents to use as a resource whenever their children are comparing themselves to others or feeling bad about who they are. This book is about self-acceptance and being okay with yourself, no matter, you know, what that entails, you know, those strengths, but also those weaknesses, just embracing those. And so that's what I'm hearing a lot is that this message is just as much for the adults as it is for the children. And that warms my heart. Yay, love that. And you have a partnership now with what it, with an organization, Souls for Souls. Yeah, that is just probably the most important piece to this because in all the work that I do, Casey, it's so important to me that it's not about me, mm -hmm. um, whether it's the podcast or this book. I really want to find a way to make a bigger statement and touch more lives. And so Souls for Souls is this incredible nonprofit organization that's committed to fighting poverty through the collection and distribution of shoes and clothing. So for every book, every copy of Empty Shoes that is purchased, $1 is going to Souls for Souls. And all it takes is $1 for Souls to, 
for souls, for souls, <laughs> to provide. What a tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> but all it takes is a dollar um, given to them to allow them the opportunity to outfit someone in need with a pair of shoes. That's all it takes. So, so far, like for example, let's say in a month I sell 181 copies of mm -hmm. empty shoes. That's 181 people that were in need that received a pair of shoes. How cool is that? That's awesome. Is Soul yeah. for Souls, um, is it local? Is it national? Is it global? How big it's, of an organization is it? Yeah, it's global. And actually, they've distributed over 26 million pairs of shoes and thousands of pieces of clothing in 127 countries and all 50 states in the U.S. So it's a big deal and so i want that's something that i also want parents to express to their children whenever they're reading this book that not only is this book helping you but it's also helping so many others oh i love that i love that i'm going to make sure listeners you're going to get links to denise's book and to the souls for souls organization in the show notes so just keep listening and then you can check the notes for the links that you need. So I'm going to shift us a little bit and talk about community. So having a podcast myself, I really have appreciated the way that it has expanded uh, the community of parents that, you know, show up and interact and, and support each other. And on your about page, I love this, right? On your about page, you write, my philosophy is motherhood is not a journey that should be traveled alone. We are stronger whenever we lean on each other and share our joys and challenges. As Jill Churchill says, there is no perfect way to be a mother and a million ways to be a good one. We are all works in progress and can learn so much from each other and our own life experiences, which will result in us becoming better women and parents. So girl, you know, <laughs> you are speaking my language with that quote for sure. Right. So what do you yeah. know? What do you notice about your community of listeners? It's incredible, Casey, because I came into this world of podcasting feeling alone in the journey. And mm -hmm. I am so blessed that my mom is so supportive, but her youngest is 35 years old. OK, so things needless to say, things have changed just a little bit yeah. since she was a young mom. And so it's just amazing how over the years it's evolved into a community that really feel safe, okay? They feel like I've all I've got to do is pop in my earbuds and listen to that episode on, you know, how to deal with your children's sleep issues. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of where my community starts. They start alone popping in those earbuds and not feeling like they're being judged like, "What? You don't know you don't get your child to bed by eight o'clock? What's wrong with you? You know, nobody knows what's going on. And so that's a safety net for them. Mm -hmm. And then now that I travel and I speak to mom's groups and I speak at community centers, it's kind of taken that um, person to person because it, it, it feels good at first, but let's face it, we need that person to person contact, you know? So dealing with uh, technology, it's a good thing, but then there's also that need for face to face. And so I feel like just right there saying, look, I'm a work in progress, I don't have it all together, and that's okay. That already sets the tone for feeling like it's safe to kind of express those joys and challenges and not feeling that you're being judged. Yeah, I think I find that too within my community and which, you know, you're a part of. And I think for us as, you know, as leaders, as voices, it's so powerful to be our authentic selves. And to say, oh, my gosh, I totally screwed up. Like, this is what I am dealing with right now. Or, oh, man, you know, I wasn't my best self. And here's what I did. Because I think that, um, and I've said this before on the podcast, but I just think it's such a disservice to parents for, you know, the leader or the writer or the blogger, whatever, the author, to, you know, put on this this these pair of shoes that make it seem like, you know, I walk my talk all the time and all you have to do is these three simple steps and your life will be as peaceful, calm, and lovely as mine. When in reality, it is messy. And I think that you're absolutely, I'm totally with you on 
that safety piece, I think safety and community comes from being honest and being real and being authentic and being willing to be vulnerable. And I see too on your podcast page that you do some, you do some book club talks too. Yeah, absolutely. I am such a huge fan of books. I'm such a book nerd. And so that's also for adults as well as children, a wonderful resource. And Sometimes when you're reading a book by yourself, you may have missed something that maybe the next person caught on to and vice versa. So that's really the goal with the book club. And oh my goodness, Casey, to go back to everything you just said, you are absolutely spot on. And I think it's interesting how I started this journey feeling very vulnerable, but it's that vulnerability that's actually helped this community to grow at a rapid pace. And One of my, well, actually my most popular blog post and podcast episode, one of the most popular is how I almost lost my best friend, which, you know, I'm going to try not to cry when I share this, but it was a very vulnerable moment in my life where my husband and I actually separated for a period of time Mm -hmm. and almost divorced. And Mm -hmm. so when I wrote this, of course, I got hubby's permission and he is such like he is so much the opposite of me. He here I am with this blog and this podcast and opening my heart to the world and he is such a private guy, but yeah. I did get his permission, you know, to share this with the world. And all of the private Facebook messages, the emails, mm-hmm. the phone calls of people who were going through the same thing, but were afraid to verbalize it. They felt like they had to live in this box. And I think social media does that to us as well because all we're seeing is literally a snapshot, a few seconds of someone's life, and then we're feeling like our life is a hot mess. Right. And no one else's is, you know, but it's totally not the case. So you're absolutely right. And I just love that you offer that that sense of community with your podcast, which I'm a huge fan of and an active member of your community as well. I'm so glad you're in there. What's been the most challenging part of parenting for you what have you noticed what are those what's your biggest rub when it comes to parenting your two sweet cute girls how old are your girls (laughs) thank you they're two and four oh you're in it oh honey am i in it i am like (laughs) there's the one episode that you did i actually shared with my husband on um what was it? There's so many of them. And I'm even like getting him to listen to your podcast, which is huge for him. Yay! <laughs> so, but yeah, I'm in the thick of it. I think it was the one on toddlers and haters. Oh something. yeah. With Julietta. I love her. Yes. She's a oh, dear friend. We have yeah. fun on the podcast. <laughs> oh, that was incredible. So I think the most challenging part is really how your children serve as a mirror. and how you thought that you were one way. I was voted friendliest girl in high school, Uh, Miss Congeniality and pageants. I'm embarrassed to say, yes, I did those back in the day. Um, (laughs) Well, Miss Congeniality, I mean, you can be proud of that. I am. And so, you know, I thought that I was a patient person. I was a teacher before I was a parent, and I thought I had it together. And boy, did I realize... um, that was far from the case, you know. I just the the sibling bickering and conflicts, they happened so early on and I was not prepared for that. Also, um just dealing with I have my oldest is a little more sensitive. Mm-hmm. And so that's been a challenge to deal with a sensitive child in a way that um, embraces who she is, but you you know, you kind of want to say, suck it up, toughen up, Mm -hmm. you know, because you know that they're going to be dealing with things in life that are going to be crazy and insane. And you don't want them to crumble. You want to teach them to be strong. So that's a challenging, you know, balancing act. Yeah. I, you know, when I I think this, I think you're so right on that comes up so much, the sibling stuff, especially when they're so young and lacking skills. And so the sibling stuff shows up aggressive, which I think is a huge trigger for parents you know when it's like ah my kids are hitting or biting or but it's like the only tools that they have you know and so it makes perfect sense and back to that idea that you know living in a bubble everybody's toddlers and preschoolers are hitting each other when they get flooded by emotions like that's not a reflection of your parenting or of their 
you know, temperament or, you know, whether or not they're good or bad or otherwise. It's simply like that's that's what little kids do because they have no tools. They have no skills. They're just right. flooded by emotion and no impulse control. So, yeah, yeah that I- comes up a lot. And I always tell my kids, too, like, I'm going to stick up for you. And it might, you know, I'm going to go mama bear when somebody hurts my kid. And if you, oldest child, are hurting my child, it's going to be a problem for me. Or you, youngest child, are hurting my child, it's going to be a problem for me. And it's so interesting. And, you know, when we teach about siblings in positive discipline classes, um, the very first thing we I ask is, what are the what are the things that you learned from your siblings? And we make a whole list. And on it are things like, you know, how to get out of things, how to manipulate, but also how to problem solve, how to negotiate, how to compromise. And it's this huge list. And it's a, a reminder to me and to everybody present always. We're totally on a sibling's tangent right now, but I'm just going to roll with it. Um, <laughs> that they're like, they're our first relationships, right? They're the first people that we have to navigate relationship with. And and it's and it serves us. So if we as the parents can help them be in relationship with each other and keep it at a dull roar rather than, you know, pandemonium, then that, those skills that they learn from being in relationship with each other are going to show up in their relationship with friends and partners down the line. So dull roar, dull roar. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, real quick, I wanted to um, touch on something that you brought up. You know, sometimes, Casey, we are so caught up as parents into what does, you know, how does our family look to other oh, yeah. parents? You know, oh, we're please. like, I you mean, know, like <laughs> the grocery store, you know, <laughs> yeah. your kids throwing a tantrum and you almost can't even deal with the tantrum because you're so worried and concerned about what people are thinking about yeah. like you as a parent. And I encourage parents all the time, get out of that, you know? Yeah. Like, why are you trying to hustle for the approval of complete strangers? You totally. can't deal with your children when you're so caught up and concerned with them. And that's something that I've been working on. And I, I feel pretty good right now that I'm kind of not concerned about that. I get some looks sometimes, but you know what? I'm not here to um, please and serve you. I'm here to raise these children. And you know what I think is really interesting about that scenario is even when we are, you know, when we are in the practice of audience doesn't matter, you know, getting in those public displays of lack of skills of our children, um, recognizing too the tension, like sometimes it's not even like, oh my God, it's not even a thought, right? Like, oh, what are all these people thinking? Sometimes it's just simply a super tense body or a super impatient energy about us and to just pause and notice that and like breathe that out and then handle our kids because sometimes it's like actively right there in that front of our face like oh my gosh all these parents at the park and my kid's the one that's freaking out but sometimes it's not so much that it just kind of sinks into our body through our tension and all that stuff so I just love paying attention to the body Yes, you've taught me that, Casey. Oh, I, I mean, shout out to you. Kudos to you, sister, because <laughs> that has been so critical and essential in helping me to deal with these issues that come up. So thanks, girl. Um, you're welcome. And I have my I have a question for you. I saw this on your 10 Things You Should Know About Me. Yeah. Can we talk about Oprah? Of course we can talk about Oprah. Who doesn't want to talk about Oprah? (laughs) Okay, everyone. Let me just tell you that Denise on her about page, right, if you scroll down, she has these 10 kind of oddball facts. Not oddball facts, but just 10 random things about her. And one of them is, oh, I was on Oprah. I appeared on the Oprah show in 2004 as Oprah's A-plus student in Oprah's book club. Okay. What? Tell me about that. Sure. It was insane, Casey. And like I told you, girl, I keep it real. I said I was a book nerd and I always have been and always will be. And guess what? It got me on Oprah. So not a bad thing. Did she like Um, look you in the eye? Like, did you feel totally connected or was she kind of like, oh, hey, but like scanning the room at the same time? Well, it was interesting. So let me make this short and sweet and to the point. Okay. <laughs> Are you best so, friends with Oprah now or what, Denise? That's uh, what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Well, long story short, uh, to cut to the chase, no, I don't have her on speed dial or anything. <laughs> but, like, 
whenever she did the Anna Karenina book club series, I totally was all about it and stretched myself to read this book that I otherwise would not have read. And so she encouraged us to do these video diaries. And so it was totally a fluke. I was in between my struggling artist phase and going back into, um, you know, figuring out what the heck am I going to do with my life, to be honest with you. And so I had left New York City and came home to West Virginia for the summer when I was reading her book club selection, Anna Karenina. And so I started recording these videos and I have this theater background. So I was such a ham and I'm talking about the book and apparently I entertained her uh, book club producers and they started sending me um, postage coverage so that I could send these for free. And they said I entertained them all summer. So I got the call and was asked to appear on the Oprah show. And I was like, are you kidding me? Because when they called me at first, I thought it was, this was like when cell phones were first coming out. And I don't know, I got this phone call on my mom's landline and I thought that it was a joke and it was just some kind of telemarketer and I hung up on Oprah's people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they called back and they're like, uh, Denise, this is really like Oprah's people. And so they flew me out to the show and you know how she did the commercial, like the, you know, um, America Airlines and, you know, the Omni Hotel or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so I totally got all of the, you know, star treatment. And my brother was like, oh, you're not. I was like, maybe a limo is going to pick me up. And he's like, please, you know, it's just for her book club. But sure enough, my limo driver was there with a big sign with my maiden name at the time, you know, was Lewis. So uh -huh. it's like a big sign, Lewis, you know, I'm here to pick you up. And yeah, and it was so funny on my way to the show the limo driver was like girl you got on the wrong show she just gave away cars so literally <laughs> i was like they had just aired this episode that morning so he could unveil like he could break the secret mm -hmm. that she had just given away these cars and yeah i got you know the next book for her book club but whatever mm. um but when i first arrived no one told us the truth about parenthood why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, whew, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. It was so funny. People thought that I was Oprah. You know, the joke that all black people <laughs> oh, look alike. Oh, <laughs> But I mean... <laughs> I came out of a limo and I was, you know, whisked away to the special entrance. So I got like this chant like, oh, bruh, oh, bruh. <laughs> Did you give a little wave? Did you give I your did. pageant wave? 
I sure did. You know, there's the pageant wave. There's like three of them, girl. There's the flipping the light switch, twisting the light bulb, and the windshield wiper. So, oh I don't my remember. gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, and so it was fun, and we didn't get to talk. My segment was actually cut out. They were gonna like feature me for like 30 seconds, but uh, we were competing with Barry Manilow, so. Oh, you know, dang. it was either, yeah, it was like either watch my video collage or listen to Barry Manilow, and they chose Barry Manilow. <sighs> well, I'll, I'm going to write a letter. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> That's so cool, but you got to meet her? Yeah, we got to speak briefly, very, very briefly, and I didn't even recognize her when I saw her um, backstage because this was like a transformational summer for her where she had lost a ton of weight yeah. and had the big blocks, and so... I didn't recognize her at first and just smiled and waved. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, that was Oprah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was so embarrassing. I would, so love, cool. yeah, I would love another opportunity to chat with Oprah because I totally was a 23-year-old mess. Oh, my gosh. Well, maybe one day Oprah will have on, you know, the most inspiring parenting podcasters and we'll get to go on her show. Yeah. How about that? Think- yeah, let's speak that into existence. Yeah, talk to your people, please, because you're All the right. one that has any sort of connection now to Oprah, and I have none. <laughs> All right, I'm on it, sister. <laughs> so my last, my very last question that I always love to end with with my guests is, when you hear joyful courage, Denise, what do you think? What does it mean to you? I love this question. Um, you know what? It means two things, being present and being open. Hmm. And the presence is just a present, really, for our children. Because in this journey, we're so caught up in doing, 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 doing the dishes, doing the laundry, you know, running to soccer, running to dance class. And we're missing those magical moments. And so you hear that phrase, and sometimes it can get on your nerves, but it's so true that this time flies and to enjoy every moment. But I just encourage parents to be present and take a moment to step back and just watch your children, be with your children, and then also being open because this journey is just as, if not more, about you growing up and being raised as it is about your children. And so don't shut out those opportunities to learn and grow. You are not the authoritative figure. You're on this journey with your child And so I think it's so important for you to be open to change and being open to seeing something different about life and something different about yourself. Love that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Tell the people, tell the people where they can find you and follow you and all that good stuff. Where are you? You're on Facebook. Yeah, I'm everywhere, sort of, but I feel like social media (laughs) is growing at such a rapid pace. So yeah, definitely find me at momtalkdenise.com. And for our wonderful, joyful, courage tribe, I guess you could say, I have a 20% off discount. If you purchase the book on my website, you will get a 20% discount. All you have to do is enter the code Joyful Courage. Ah, oh, thank you, Denise. How awesome. Sure. My pleasure. And of course, Facebook, Mom Talk with Denise LaRosa. And a lot of, and I'm sure you find this as well, Casey, because we're in this podcasting world. It's almost like we're, you know, friends with our, our tribe and our listeners. Mm-hmm. And so people follow me on my personal page as well as the business page. And I encourage both or whatever you feel more comfortable doing. Awesome. Cool. Good. Are you on? Any, are you on Instagram? Are you on Twitter? I am. I'm on Instagram and uh, I'm on Twitter. And Instagram, I have it set to private and I go back and forth because I don't know. I feel like I had some like creepy experiences, like these random people following me that have pictures of my kids. I don't know. I just need to get over it. Sometimes I'm a little paranoid with social media. but You're probably don't, smart. I should be yeah. more paranoid probably. Well, who knows nowadays, but you know, like it's, don't let that scare you. If you see where it's like this person's page is private, I will accept you. It's just some of the strange people that were (laughs) finding me that I rejected. (laughs) Cool. Okay. Well, we are going to find you and follow you and listeners again. If you head over to momtalkdenise.com slash book, you'll see that there's a couple choices. There's a signed copy with a custom bookmark. There's also one, a signed copy that comes with a bookmark, 
and a poster. So there's audiobooks as well as just book books, right? Yeah, there's all bunches, a whole bunch of stuff. There's and, choices there, my friends. Yeah. So check it out. Again, that that um, promo code is Joyful Courage. Thank you so much for that. And this was so fun. Thank you so much for coming, Denise. Yay, my pleasure, Casey. Thank you. I'm excited for more conversation. Absolutely. Ditto. Hey, so what a gift Denise is, right? She made such a generous offer to our community. That discount code again was Joyful Courage for 20% off of her book, which is seriously the sweetest thing. You will want to buy it for your young kids because they're going to love it. All right, my friends, my friends, we've come to the end of another show. Um, call to action. My call to action to you is... How about you post a link to this show on your Facebook page with some kind words like, hey, everybody, I love this podcast and you will too. (laughs) Or how about you post a link to joyfulcourage.com and you say, hey, everybody, have you checked this lady out? She's pretty cool. She's got some cool things going on. Would love to get that kind of support from you. If you listen to this whole thing and you were inspired by my conversation with Denise If you're feeling like this is helpful and forwarding, it would be super gracious of you to share it. Share it with your people. Also, head on over to joyfulcourage.com slash living-jc right now because this Thursday is my first giveaway for the people that are on the Living Joyful Courage list. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about... You haven't been paying attention, but starting in January, I am beginning a membership program, which means you, it's like a, a, a parent community, a parent course, tons of access to me, content, webinars, group coaching, emails, all around a central theme each month. You can pay monthly, you can pay every three months, every six months, or for the entire year to really take this parenting thing next level and get the support that you need to really, really, really create a climate in your home that is intentional, that is connected, that is courageous, that is kind, all that good stuff. Listen, I'm listening to you. You are the ones that have said, please do this. I was honored to guide almost 50 people this fall in a 10-week course called the Intentional Parent Project. And the feedback was unanimous. More time, more time. You know, it's it's uh, it's lifelong, this journey, right? I mean, our kids eventually move out, but we still have so many opportunities beyond the parenting experience to grow and, um, and be in contribution and be in relationship and navigate all the stuff that comes up. And that's what Living Joyful Courage is all about. It's about being really intentional and committed in the practice, but also responsible because, you know, you don't have a million hours a week to dedicate to a crash course. So let's put the crash course aside and, you know, slow and steady wins the race, right? Slow and steady wins the race. How about we commit to relationship with each other? Like solid relationship, connection, support, community in a way that really, really sinks this positive discipline, positive, gentle, peaceful parenting, whatever you want to call it, this way of being with our family. Let's sink it into our bones. And that's what the Living Joyful Courage offer really is. It's about sinking the work into your bones, into your body. Yeah. I mean... Doesn't that sound awesome to you? Because I'm really excited about it. So if you want to sign up for the list, this is how it works. You head over to joyfulcourage.com slash living dash JC. You'll see a few buttons. The page gives you more information about the program. And there's a couple buttons that say things like, yes, I'm in, or I'm all about it. Or I don't remember what the little buttons say, but you hover over them and the little pointer finger comes on. You click it. And then you'll see a form, and the form will ask for your name and email. Maybe your phone number? I don't know. 
Um, anyway, sign up and I'm going to use the list for the rest of the month. I'm offering freebies uh, every Thursday of December. Something special will come into your into your inbox via email, little freebies for me. And then you will be invited to register. January 1st is the first day to register. It's when the program starts and we're gonna hit the ground running. So there's also going to be tons of incentives to sign up, to be the first to sign up. I'm gonna offer some things that you are not gonna to wanna to miss. So I'm using the list to keep you informed, to keep you ready and to keep your little mouse on the go and ready to click yes um, so that you can be a part of this program. I have big, huge plans, right? A million children impacted this year. Yours are gonna be, yours are gonna be included in that. So yeah, and that's another thing you can share, right? Go check it out, go check out the webpage after you're feeling super inspired, after you're feeling the magic, after you're feeling like, yes, this is exactly what I need. I want to invite you into thinking bigger than that and broader than that. Who else needs it? Uh, all of us, right? Who else would benefit from it? Everybody. So I'm gonna invite you to really be a part, like I said at the very beginning of the show, be a part of creating the impact with me. And the way that you can do that is you can share, right? Share what you are excited about with the people in your life. Help them find this work, right? Help them be a part of our community. Be the bridge that brings them in, right? That offers them that hand. And you just, you never know who needs it, right? You never know who needs it. So if you come from a place of love and excitement, you can enroll them into anything. So I invite you into that process with me. And uh, I love you. I love you. I hope that you have a beautiful week, a beautiful day. Um, enjoy your children. I am planning on um, showing up on Facebook Live as well this month um, on the Joyful Courage page on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. I'm going to be on Facebook Live. So uh, be checking in. Be checking in on the Joyful Courage business page on Facebook 10 a.m. tomorrow, this Wednesday, the 14th of December, the 21st of December, and the 28th of December. Super excited. Uh, and I love you. I love you. Thanks for hanging in there and hanging out with me. Um, check out all the links in the show notes, and I'll see you next time. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts.